It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon. It's Simon. The accent is French. Tonight, I want to open the show because right before we opened the mic and got on air, me and uh, my two producers, Adam and Jill, were talking about the fact that it seems that we forget, we all of us collectively, that no matter what we do, no matter what we say, no matter your career, no matter your culture, your religion, your race, no matter your gender, no matter what, everybody goes down at the end. And then you wonder, why are people fighting? Why is there so much drama in relationships? Because none of this will change the end. Why, you know, people are, you know, hurting each other, killing each other, wars, you know, and, and then you, you forget. So people are in denial, right? Sometimes like, but why do you even get into such a dramatic mode since at the end we are all going down we must love life we must love life and all we have is today tonight actually right here right now on the rendezvous thank you for joining the show you calls are next any questions about your relationship call me now 855-905-8255 bonjour laurie bonjour simon bonjour laurie what's up well My husband has these women friends that he, he meets, you know, through couples, whatever. Uh, most are married or some aren't, and he goes for drinks with them. But the only thing is every one of these women that he meets doesn't like me. And I mean just not a little doesn't like me. They hate me. So mm. he only goes out for drinks with them. And I find that very disturbing that he doesn't take my side, that he still chooses to go out with these people. It is odd, but how do you know they hate you? I mean, how, he tells you that, or how, how do you get oh, that information? No, because he'll go, oh, you're invited too. So I would go out, and when I'm out with them, they're literally rude to me. They turn their back on me. They don't talk to me. They leave me standing alone. They don't include me. How weird. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's why I'm asking you. Yeah. Um, so his reaction when they're rude to you is he ignores it or he doesn't defend you? Tell me exactly what happens then. He, he doesn't include me either. He, he flirts a little bit with them, I think, too. It's like I'm an invisible wife when we're out. I see. And, and these, these women, do you think they're attractive? Do you think there's a chemistry between them and him or no? I think some of them are attractive, some aren't. But I think they all like the same thing. They all like to flirt with each other. Well, listen, um, A, I wouldn't hang out with them before we do. Two, you know, I would tell you, your husband the truth that it makes you feel excluded. It makes you feel like you're not heard from him, you know, like not heard and seen by him. And uh, we'll see how he does it. But I think you have to express clearly to him without any unspoken. How does that make you feel? Oh, well, yeah, I, I don't, you know, I don't know. I'm confused by the whole situation. I mean, I, I want him to have friends. I mean, I have friends too, but they're not rude like that. Yeah, that, that, that is why you got to tell him how you feel about it. You know, okay. listen, a lot of relationships are based on, you know, we live and learn. Like, you know, we start with a certain knowledge and then with our new partner, we live and learn over the years. So uh, I would tell him how I feel and go from there. And then if nothing changes, then you can... Maybe um, go talk to a therapist because I found this pretty passive aggressive for him to do that. Oh. So, okay, I don't don't know why, but let's see what he's gonna do. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Anytime. Have a good night, Laurie. All right. Coming up, I'm gonna go to uh, help Mimi, who sent me a Twitter DM about her best friend.
who is in a little bit of trouble. So I hope I can help her. So Minnie's Twitter DM is next. So I got an interesting DM from uh, Minnie who says, Bonjour, Simon. My friend just got out of a relationship and she is ooh-la-la-ing with everyone. I'm worried about her because this is not who she is. So, Simon, how can I get her to see that this is self-destructive and unhealthy? Meaning, yeah, how can you make your girlfriend understand that ulalaing with everyone is self-destructive and unhealthy? Uh, we'll talk about that next. I have an idea. So, Minnie sent me this interesting Twitter DM, you know, at Motive Radio saying that her girlfriend just got out of a relationship and now she is ulalaing with everyone, anything that moves. And Minnie goes, how can I tell this is unhealthy and, and destructive? So the first question I ask myself is, is it, after a breakup, unhealthy to have a little ooh-la-la and have fun if, if you do it carefully with the right health protection? You know what I mean? Because we have one life. So at one point in life, you need validation. And this validation helps you heal from a broken heart. So my advice to you, Minnie, is let her enjoy her ooh just remind her to the right precautions, you know, physically and all that for the health. But everybody stops after a while. So, you know, just remind her of being, free, you know, careful with her health and all that. But otherwise, I would not interfere. She's an adult, ulalaing in the summer. Not a bad thing. Just take the right precaution. That's my take. Calls are next. Bonjour, Cathy. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Cathy. What's up with your boyfriend? So my boyfriend and I have been together, I would say it's close to five years and we live together and, you know, we're both in our early thirties and I'm ready to get engaged. And it's something he okay. and I have talked about a little bit, but it has, he hasn't proposed yet. And so a couple of days ago I asked him, you know, like, so when are you going to propose? And he kind of just shrugged it off and said, I don't know. I'm just kind of lazy. So oh. I don't know exactly <laughs> what to do with him dragging his feet on it. Well, first of all, how did that make you feel? I mean, just kind of dismissed or, like, unimportant, you know? Um, I want to be with someone who cares about long-term with me. Absolutely. Well, uh, you know, the thing is, what he meant to you is, I'm in no hurry to do it, right? That when I'm right. lazy means I'm in no hurry to get to the next stage. Married right. and all that. So now that you know this, and you can't change his mind, by the way. I wouldn't trick or try any, and I don't believe in any cliche or of any answer, you know, do this, they're going to want to marry you. No, you don't want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with you long-term, trust me. It's better to leave now. So brutally honest, I would say that to you. I would say, listen, you could ask yourself, uh, why would you want to stay and invest your time in somebody who doesn't want to be long-term with you or who is hesitating? It's kind of all or nothing in my book. It's like both of you are going to, want to do the same thing, have the same goals or not. And it's okay if it's not, just sad thing is you, you got to have to break up with him because you can't, you, you know, I don't want to say you waste your time, but you can't stay with somebody who doesn't want the same thing than you. Yeah, no, totally. So I should just kind of confront him about it and say, like, if this yeah. is what you want, then, then great. And if not, then yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think I would, I like the last discussion and he might have a wake up moment, which is, well, listen, I've been thinking about it. I understand your answer, and you repeat exactly what he said and how he said it. But I feel lazy mm -hmm. about it. And then you say, "This is how I felt." Now I'm going to be very honest. Uh, I've asked myself, "Why should I stay with somebody who doesn't feel like me?" 
So right. one last time, this is how you feel. Let him answer. You don't try to influence. Say, is this way how you feel? Honey, yes, I do. Or yes, I do not. And if he says, yes, I still feel like this, you say, well, then we can't stay together. And you got to move because otherwise you're going to waste your time. Right. And please remember that, Kathy. Never listen to anybody trying to trick somebody or, or there's some cliche magical formula for somebody to change somebody's mind. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, you're right. For sure. All right, Kathy. Well, best of luck to you. I'm glad you called me and uh, we'll see what happened. All right. Thank you so much, Simon. So we're going to do this, this, this flash news about, you know, how long should you wait um, for your partner to decide whether yes or no, they're going to propose and want to get married. How long should you wait for that ring uh, if you're in a relationship? We'll talk about that next. So I know this is a difficult question, but I told my last uh, caller, Kathy, about, you know, what do you do if uh, you're a woman like her and uh, your boyfriend of five years tells you when you said, you know, I'm looking forward to getting engaged, married, and he goes, you know, I feel lazy about it, which obviously means I have no hurry to do that. And I think that this very question, which is one of the most important questions when it comes to relationship, right? Are we going to get engaged or married for most people? Not all. Some people will never get married and be happy. I'm one of them, by the way. And I know others in my team. But anyway, most who want kids and all that will want to get married or even just to get married. And then you wonder, how long should I wait, right? Is there a magic way to convince my partner to get married? Is there a trick? Simon, is there a, a romantic move I could do or a threat or a guilt trip to change your partner's mood or decision to marry you? Does that exist? Yes or no? I'll tell you the truth next. If you're in a relationship exclusive for a few years, you love him or you love her, you think they love you too, and all you're thinking about is the big ring or the small ring, just getting engaged and getting married. And then you can feel, you can sense, your intuition rings that the person is dragging their feet. What can you do? Is there a trick to change somebody's mind? No, there isn't. And here's my advice, especially maybe for women about who want to get pregnant and, and have kids and all that and have a time clock. Don't waste your time. Don't beat around the bush when it comes to the truth. Don't try to trick him. Don't try to convince him. Don't try to make him feel guilty. Don't try to make him go crazy. Just ask him that very question. How do you feel about us getting engaged next year? If you hear anything else, then yes, I want to. Just say, Houston, we have a problem. And then start thinking about maybe this is the wrong person. Don't waste your time. It's too valuable. That's my advice. Call the next. If you have a feel-good or romantic story you want to share with me, call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Juliette. Bonjour, signing. You have a love story you want to share on it. I'm all ears. So I had this good friend, John, that um, we weren't dating, and I had a hunch maybe, you know, he wanted to step things up romantically. And mm -hmm. during COVID, I was in... Um, I, I was exposed in, in my class to COVID. So I didn't actually have COVID, but we were all quarantined for two weeks. So, right. you know, it was a very lonely time. And my friend John knew about that. And uh, he's a musician. 
So he came over to my backyard and brought his bandmate and wrote me this song and sang to me from the window. I had to open my window. And he wrote this song all about me. Oh, how did that make you feel? Oh, amazing. So we're no longer just friends. Now we're intimately involved and we're in a relationship. And I couldn't be more happy. Thank you for sharing. You know, because in this crazy world we live in, there's so much tension and anger on every side. And then you hear a story like this and you can relax. So really, thank you for sharing that story and best of luck to both of you. Oh, thank you. Anytime. Bonsoir. Coming up, I am going to go answer Della's voicemail question. She went on a date and something kind of weird happened and I'm going to help her next. So I got an interesting voicemail from Della. Let's listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Della from L.A. Um, I had a third date with a fellow last weekend to cruise the harbor. And as I arrived, he made fun of my espadrilles, but he was kidding me, saying I must love to be tied up because they, the lace is tied around my ankle. And I got a little nervous and, and thought this might not end well. So I, I feigned queasiness, and we stayed on shore and had lunch. And all was fine. He's been a gentleman otherwise. But I don't really want to be alone with him now. It kind of put me off. So I'm wondering how to handle it in the future. I'm not sure I even want to see him again. So I look forward to hearing from you and your, and your advice very soon. Thanks, Simon. Thanks, Della, for the question. Yeah, what should you do if you go on a date and somebody makes you feel a little weird or off? Um, I'll answer next. So, I love this voicemail from Della because she went on a date, she was wearing espadrille shoes, you know, kind of laced up on her ankle, and the guy goes, you know, you must like to be tied up to wear that kind of shoes, which I think is kind of a strange thing to say myself, but we've heard worse. And then Della goes, you know, you know, it made me feel awkward, off, and I'm not sure I should see him again. Should I? And my advice to you, Della, is no, you should not. Because if your intuition makes you feel like mm, something is off, it is off. You can never, never not listen to your intuition when you feel with a man or if it's a woman or whoever that your intuition is ringing off and you feel awkward, run away. Don't find reasons to say, listen, uh, it was nice meeting you and you never see him again. Don't take risk with your intuition. Never. That's my answer. So you know what to do, Delas. Bye-bye. Anyway, you call the next. Marguerite, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How are you today? Pretty good. Uh, what's going on? How can I help you? Okay, so I have been dating this guy for a couple of months, and we decided that we're going to take our first vacation together in a couple of weeks. And I'm super excited about the trip, but I'm very nervous because we haven't had any ooh-la-la yet. We were kind of waiting around to see, you know, if we really liked each other and if this was going in the right direction. So the vacation is going to kind of solidify us in our relationship, and we're going to take it to the next level, and I'm just pretty nervous. Yeah, but why are you nervous? I'm nervous because it's the first time. It will be our first time together, and I, I don't know. I'm just I don't know his expectations, and you know, I'm, it's just, it's just weird. <laughs> but it's so not your first time. It, you know, it's not my first time, but it'll be our first time together. Okay. Um, when was the last time you had ulala before that? It's been about two years. 
Okay. I mean, but the thing is, do you want to, who, to have wild and savages ooh-la-la with this guy? <laughs> I do. I really do. Ooh. But, yeah, I do. I really adore him. He's so sweet. We're having such a great time. But I'm just, you know, nervous um, about being able to, you know, really please him. Oh, listen. How am I to put that? It's just like, it's like, uh, Ulala is like, you know, you learn how to bicycle, you never forget. Well, even two years later, trust me, when you get back, you know, at the Ulala mood and spirit and action, uh, I have no worries. So please, listen, you follow your intuition, you know, after dinner, if you feel good, a glass of wine, and then all the precautions and all this, and then Ulala, la, 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 la. <laughs> Okay. All right. I, I, you're making me feel better. I'm just going to go for it and have a good time. Oh, yeah. Listen, when people love, they make love. Okay. Don't forget that. When oh. people love, they make love. Or otherwise, just be friends and don't take cruise together. Of course. Right. But <laughs> Absolutely. No. I love that. So now you know, go for it. And I'm sure you'll have the great time and he will be more than happy. Oh, thank you, Simon. You're really the best. Thank you. Thank you, Marguerite. Thank you for calling and have a good night. Bonsoir. Bonsoir, Marguerite. Hey, question for you. Have you ever dated someone who was emotionally unavailable? Let's talk about that next. Hey, have you ever dated someone who was emotionally unavailable? Like, you know, you meet somebody, you like somebody, they like you too, but then, you know, either they are on the rebound or, you know, they haven't given up the past. So I wanted to know where you were, what you thought, and I always have a poll on Instagram or social media at Monday Radio about this. And interestingly enough, 92% of you voted, yes, I have dated someone who was emotionally unavailable. Only 8% said no, and I have too. And I think that's life, that, you know, at one point, we're going to meet somebody who's unavailable, but it doesn't make them less likable. <laughs> that's the thing. Anyway, thank you so much for spending this late night with me. Merci beaucoup. Merci et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.